Socially awkward. I am Steve-O. And I am Matthew. It's our Halloween spooktacular. Shit, I'm scared. You should be. And we all should be scared. Um, But yeah, we are back in the studio. Uh, We're waiting on our guest host this week, but we do have a good show for you tonight. Uh, The show's been posted. There is a phone number for everyone to call. I should probably pull that up again. Uh, yeah, you can call and leave us voicemails at 480-788-2554. There you go. Matthew's got it said. But it also is in the description, which I'm still trying to uh, post in all of our uh, news feeds and everything like that. But yes, we are uh, back. I know the show started a little late, but uh, we're uh, we're having some spooky holiday kind of beer. Um, I don't know if this is – I thought it was a, like a werewolf on this uh, brand, but it's not. But it's still good. It's Blackberry uh, – Goose, so that's that's pretty tasty. Yeah, by Odell Brewing, uh, from Colorado, Fort Collins to be exact. It's very good. Yeah, it's like a uh, it's a sour beer, so that's cool. It's very very delicious. But yes, uh, before we start the show, we like to also give a shout out to everybody where you can find us at sociallyawkwardstudios.com, foriradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace. Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube Radio, Swell Radio, Player FM, and Podcast Directory. We're also brought to you by Amazon.com. You don't go to Amazon to go to the Sasquatch.net. Click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We get a little taste if you do. So, Matthew, without further ado, uh, how's your week been? Good. We had a Halloween potluck today. I dressed up as a sock monkey. Uh, yes, I got your uh, Marco Polo. Yeah, a little video messaging that we do, and uh, it was a, a one. My legs did not uh, were not covered up because my my legs were longer than the material, but that's okay. Got it off of Amazon, like you should do. So you go to the Sasquatch.net, click on that. Okay, you're right now. Uh, <laughs> I live it, bro. Sorry, I was like, I'm like literally trying to find all the stuff to freaking. Post every outlet and everything like that. Um, but just yeah, en- so just enjoy yourself with the show, man. But it is, it is Friday night, and it also is the uh, night, pretty much the weekend before Halloween. So I know a lot of people will probably be going to Halloween parties and everything like that. So do us a favor if you're uh, friends of the show, listeners of the show, and you want to tweet us your costumes uh, that you went for for Halloween or anything like that, we can post them on the Facebook page and figure out what our listeners went for. I know I'm going to have a pretty good costume. I'm not telling anybody what it is because everyone will find out on Halloween. I'm trying to keep it very secret. I do feel sorry for Matthew and Eric right. because I have a feeling the costume is not going to be just worn on that day. I'm probably going to wear it constantly, and you guys are going to be getting a lot of Marco Polos with me in this costume. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I hope I only get it on Halloween. Otherwise, I'm going back out of that Marco Polo group. Uh, no, you're getting it every day. In fact, I'm just going to send it directly to your Marco Polo every day. Spooky. But uh, Matthew, how has your week been? Just told you, man. Oh, just the sock monkey thing happened today? Yeah. 
that was really the the big thing that happened. So. No, no, no. There's been some big things that happened today that I don't know if you want to share or not. But I mean, not only did you have your potluck, but you made an amazing macaroni and cheese. Oh, it was like toxic waste mac and cheese. So it was like toxic waste, toxic waste colored. And uh, yeah, not a lot of people wanted to eat it. And Which, I think it was just because of the coloring. But that's okay. At least I contributed. Hey, yeah, uh, okay, because, yeah, we had that conversation, I think, last week where you were saying, like, you were upset that people weren't, like, you weren't talking to people, and people were like, you're very non-social, which I find that very hard to believe with you. You're like a social butterfly, because literally you'll go anywhere and just be like, oh, hi, how you doing? You'll find out stuff about people. Like, you're just one of those, you're an easy, approachable person, mm-hmm. and you're just, hey, Hello. hi, oh, my AOS messenger went off. Um, that's a joke, kids, from um, but yeah, so when I heard that and then, then you started doing that, being more outgoing, more productive, and then they're like, yeah, you're talking too much. It's like, you can't have it both ways, people. Um, yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, but Matthew, he dropped up as a sock monkey and next year you can do the same thing. Just put little, little evil eyebrows on it to say you're the evil sock monkey from, uh, old great comic that is no longer around called School Days. I'm School sorry. School Days. I'm just pimping really horrible shit right now. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, other than that, then we'll talk about it probably tomorrow, but we finally all got together and gamed last night, which was kind of fun. Yeah, we did. We played, uh, we attempted to play some Jackbox party game, but the, uh, broadcast over Twitch was Really laggy, so we decided not to do that, and we jumped over to Borderlands 2, which is currently free-to-play this weekend on Xbox One, so we did that, and it was fun, and then we played a little Gears of War 4 after that. Yeah, so that's really fun, so we'll talk about that a little bit more on Arcade Bros, because of course this is our Halloween spooktacular, Um, but uh, yeah, my week's been okay, just uh, the normal, Uh, today went by pretty fast, Um, I don't know if that's you or me. I think it's me. Okay, I'm just going to put myself on mute. Um, until I do my magical sound drops and everything like that. But yeah, Steven will be joining us shortly, hopefully. Um, he was doing an art gallery thing, and I believe his birthday is coming up soon, or if it's not, has already passed. Uh, it's really bad when he's not on Facebook anymore, because I don't know how to tag him in things. Uh, so I've been using a lot of the Twitter uh, and everything like that. But yeah, I'm trying to think of what I actually did this week. I don't think much of anything. It's just been pretty... Laid back up my nerd block, which I'm wearing my uh, Simpsons Halloween t-shirt right now, which nice. is actually pretty nice and comfortable. Really enjoyed that. Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, except when I bashed on last this year's Treehouse of Horror on B Horrorcast, I just didn't find it very impressive. Yeah. No horror films, like really. It was like a Mad Max spoof and a, uh, I think a Hunger Games spoof, and then I forget what else. It wasn't really any horror film. Mm kind of theme was kind of and i was like thinking about it i was like they could literally do like a great one like spoofing on uh what was it uh oh shit uh oculus oh the movie or the product the the movie okay uh well technically they probably do both and do a mashup mm-hmm. uh with bart and lisa because they're both brother and sister and do something with that uh you know the father going crazy right. killing the mother you know all that kind of stuff um i mean i came up uh, the visit uh the midnight chamalama ding dong they could have gone and see like grandpa simpsons and had that whole like weird like there was so many and then i sat there thinking going like fuck do i need to write for the simpsons like horror like halloween trios i mean i don't have any like requirements to do it but i did come up with like three solid ideas that it was kind of like okay if i can come up with these ideas how why didn't you guys do it like <laughs> I'm like, I didn't go to... You need to send them a strongly worded tweet, my friend. Yeah. That's ah, over 140 characters. <laughs> Shit, how am I going to let them know exactly what's on my fucking mind? I shouldn't have tagged everybody I know. Why am I talking like I'm an old 
grumpy old man. Ah, uh, because I am. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of <laughs> grumpy and old and bigoted and whatnot. Um, but yeah, and then uh, so um, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I did talk about a lot of creepy stuff that happened on B Horrorcast, but uh, did you? I have to bring this up. This was pretty crazy, and I wanna, I wanna pitch the movie idea to you and see how you feel. So in Russia. Hey, Oh, fuck. <laughs> I just mentioned Russia. And you're like, hate it. Done. No, go ahead. Yeah, put that wall back up, Russia. Uh, I don't know why Matthew's New Yorkin now, but hey, you put that wall back up. New Yorkin? Yeah, New Yorkin. <laughs> yeah, it's a New York. It's a New Yorker who eats a Yorkin patty. Oh, uh, see what us, I did there? Tell us, tell us your idea. See what I did there? Saved it. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. Um, no, so I was thinking of like. Uh, no, it's a, it's a, there's a story that came out of Russia. Apparently a woman was arrested. A 68-year-old grandma was arrested okay. for murdering and eating 14 people. Uh, yeah. Let's lock her ass up. Oh, no. She got arrested because they finally found uh, pictures or a video of her disposing her neighbor's body in a garbage bag, like throwing it into the river. But she killed her husband b back when she was like 58 uh, or 53, something and like that. And ate them. Yeah, she would eat them like fourteen freaking. She killed her tenant, so I'm like, wow, that 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 place was really rent controlled. Yeah. Uh, but I came up with an idea. I go Oscar winning performance. You make it serious, no, no, like how. But you get. I would like to see um, Betty White. Betty White. Just for her to be that sweet old grandma and just ha watch her turn, like on a dime. Oh, that'd be amazing. That's that's her last what? performance, Oscar winner, and then she can, you know. I mean, she doesn't have to retire, but she's like, she's like, I did it. The uh, she plays like she did in uh, Lake Placid, where she was feeding the crocodiles and stuff. That's why she was able to stay alive. Oh shit! Have you I never seen Lake Placid? I have not seen Lake Placid. Well, I gotta. Well, she uh, she helps the gators. <laughs> oh okay, so she is she the bad guy in that then? Um, no. No, okay. She's just did it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'm um, trying to think of... Oh, yeah, we'll dive into that since uh, Steven's not here, and I don't think he watched them all. I did tell him to watch it, but Matthew and I are excited. We yes. were talking about it last weekend, but Black Mirror. Black Mirror is back, season three on Netflix. Yes, so if you haven't, not only are you getting six episodes, because every other season has been three episodes, and then they had that Christmas special with John Hamm, which is fantastic. Yeah. But the thing is, is like I can't just tell people because I'm like, I know it's like, it's every episode is one story. But I'd rather not tell people to jump into just, oh, just watch the Christmas special. It's fantastic. No, no, no. You literally have to watch all of these just because like all of them do tie in with each other, but not how you would think. You just get to see like the, how the world around them is, yeah. such as they use a lot of the same features that are in each episode. And actually, it's kind of cool because you kind of see the time periods when kind of watching these videos because some of them are really advanced in the future and some of them are really just like they're modern time, but they do have a little bit of tech. So it, it's it's a very cool formula. But yeah. So right off the bat, we'll kind of dive into it. So you haven't seen Black Mirror. I'm sorry. We're going to spoil some stuff for you. But uh, yeah, so they come in, out of the gates, first episode. What was your feelings about the first episode? I thought it was good, man. And they had uh, some well-known actors. That was like Jessica Chastain and uh, uh, I forget the other lady's name. But I, I recognized both of them. And uh, I thought it was good. It was a really kind of a a homage to social media and how people like concentrate so much on having likes 
and um, being seen and just like upvotes and things like that. And it really took it and <laughs> kind of put a little spin on it and shows the rise in the fall of it. It was I thought it was good. I really liked it. I actually thought like you kind of think it's it's funny because you kind of think like there might be a cool like I mean there's always a cool twist. Uh, the twist I thought with that episode, like at the end when she kind of went batshit crazy at her friend's wedding, mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping like she would start like just bringing up everything, like almost like a comedian, and then all of like her likes would go up because of it. Like everyone's just like, oh my god, they're like she's telling it how it is, and everyone loves this and stuff like that, and they just kept giving her likes and oh. like the five stars and everything like that. I do have to do a correction. It's not Jessica Chastain. It's Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh, okay. So. Uh, do you want to put a uh, put a correction on that one? But yeah, I thought that's how that was going to go, but then I did like how it still ended because then it's like she kind of met the person that she's supposed to kind of be with. So it did have kind of a bittersweet ending. Uh, next episode, holy crap. Yeah, the next one's really what kind a of mind a mindfuck and has to deal with uh, like video games and taking it to like the next level. And, yeah, dude. Okay, so how do you feel? How did you feel about that episode? Cause oh, also, actually, I'm on episode five. Oh, okay, so you're even more ahead than I. Okay, because yeah. I gotta watch. So I just pulled. Okay, up so the... we're gonna just talk about the first three episodes because I gotta, I gotta catch up this weekend. I was thought I was gonna catch up this week, but for whatever reason, I did not have time to watch the show. I barely watched like any shows this week. I think I was yeah. only able to watch Walking Dead, and then I think the newest episode of The Flash. Um. Walking Dead, oh, we will get into that. So spoilers alert if you have not seen Walking Dead. Of course, the internet has kind of spoiled it for a lot of people and jokes and memes and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, no, second episode is really cool. Now, how did you feel about like the spider thing? Uh, I instantly, I instantly said, "Fuck that!" I'm petrified of spiders. Yeah, no, that's why. I said, so nope, no, not chill, no chill right there. Yeah, so I did enjoy that episode. I thought it was really kind of cool. But how it ended, I was all like, "What a complete mind!" And then I'm sitting there going, "Like, okay." The next episode can't get any more messed up and twisted than this one was. And then, of course, Black Mirror does, hey, ha, huh, huh, yeah, you know what we're doing? Yeah, we're going to mind fuck you again. Yeah, that last episode, that third episode I watched, holy freaking crap. So not only did it have a guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, Jerome Flynn. Uh, in it, uh, but just uh, a really solid freaking episode. So, and then just literally like, so basically like a kid... Basically what happens is a kid does something, they record him doing it, and they kind of blackmail him. And they tell him he has to do all these kind of tasks. And while he's doing these like miscellaneous tasks for them, you find out there's more and more people that are getting blackmailed by this anonymous kind of like internet troll, basically. Mm-hmm. Basically like, hey, we have some dirt on you if you don't figure this stuff. If you don't, ta- if you don't do the stuff that we ask, we're, we're going to release this yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're going to leave the, release and it you, to And like how – yeah, and literally how it escalated. Like literally when he gets to that one part where he's just like, you guys have to fight to the death. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. And I just like the fact that he was like, I'm going to just kill myself. And then you find out the gun isn't even loaded. It's just like, holy crap. And it just kind of ends with everyone getting fucked anyways. You're like, oh my god. Like, that literally episode ended. I was like, I want to watch the next one. But I, I think I got to, like, I got to do something. Because I'm kind of like, what the fuck just happened kind of thing. Uh, so I don't know if that left you like that at all. Or were you just like... Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> well, I, I mean, it's I I left it and I was like, that fucking sucks. But you know, you're shit happens. <laughs> like, like what, are, what are you gonna do? Like, yep, you're fucked. Sorry, bud. 
but no, it's good. It's yeah, good. no, Black Mirror is really solid, and it kind of it kind of makes me a little uh, angry. Uh, I, I mean, if we're gonna get six episodes every time a new season gets released, then I'm excited. But again, then I'm gonna have to wait until like next October for season four. It's kind of a mind fuck right now, where you're like, oh. <laughs> well, I mean, you. You can go back and watch all these ones because they're so good. No, they are. They are very good. So yeah, like I, what I've been saying, it's like it's, it's like a new Twilight Zone, um, but it deals with a lot of like technology kind of base. Yeah, it's, uh, like, it's like I, present day, near future, um, technology has advanced in all the uh, the forms and aspects of living and utilizing the the tech, and uh, it's great, great story writing. And if you like stuff that kind of trips with your mind. Uh, like Westworld, then yeah, I love it. Yeah, we're saving Westworld because Steven, he watches Westworld. Nice. So um, unless, I mean, unless we get to our first break and he's not here, then I'm going to be like, damn you. Um, um, but the next episode, you haven't seen it yet. Uh, no, I have it's, not. It's a break from the mind fucks, but it's, it's, it's good. It's a quality episode. Okay. And it's got Mackenzie Davis, who plays one of the leads on Haunt and Catch Fire. Oh, which okay. Which is uh, an FX, no, AMC, it's an AMC series. So um, Yes yeah so um anything else that you have dived into because i know like the new seasons have started for tv shows and everything like that is there anything that you're current with that you're excited about like uh have you been keeping up with gotham have you been keeping up with any of those things or are you just kind of letting things stack on your uh your... I've, got, I've got a lot on the dvr um not keeping up with gotham but i have it recorded uh more stuff that megan and i sit down and watch on a weekly basis like uh uh life with kevin Oh, yeah, you were talking about that last week. Um, yeah, liking that. Um, also, you know, obviously New Girls Back, Modern Family, uh, The Goldbergs. I love, love The Goldbergs. I'm, like, obsessed with this show. Every yeah, I have to go is, back. It's, like, quality to me. I think I've only seen the first season. There's so many things that I've seen the first season yeah. and just forget about. Mm -hmm. Life with Pieces is back. I uh, just saw that recorded the other night. Um, Life with Pieces? What is yeah, this? Yeah, so that is... Um, it's on, I believe it's ABC, and it's got um, Colin Hanks. Um, shit, there's a there's a bunch of different people. Anyways, it's a family. Okay. And they, a family of siblings, and they all have their married family. Okay. And kids, and like the grandparents or their parents are like the the glue that holds everything together. Okay. And they have like. Four, three or four different stories each episode where they'll like interact with each other and their their storylines inter intertwine uh, but it focuses on probably one of the families within that story and it's just it's really funny okay. it's a funny show now is that like they're kind of like ABC's version no wait but that is on ABC isn't it Modern Family uh, yeah this might be I would say it's ABC's this might be ABC's I don't know. Whatever. No, I was but this saying, is the this yeah. is the opposite of Modern Family for whatever network it's on. I would say that, but I'm starting to believe that Modern Family is on ABC, though. Let's see. Let's go to the internet, kids. Find out. Modern Family is on ABC. Life with Pete. Life in pieces. Life in Pieces is on CBS. Okay. That sums that up. All right. But anyways, it's CBS's equivalent to ABC's Modern Family, and it's really funny. And that is my point. I'm sticking to it. We're grabbing beers. 
Don't be mad. And we're back. Yeah, this is why our, our request for a uh, you know another co-host is still out there because uh, yeah we do need somebody to grab beers and. Make so um, yeah, I've been watching that uh, fucking Total Bellas, you know, doing yeah. that shit. Um, but we're just kind of all over the place, so. Oh, Eric, Eric Dewey actually is in the chat room with us tonight, our old uh, co-host and everything like that. He mentioned uh, The Good Place. Uh, Steven mentioned that last week. It's something I do want to check out. I believe it was with Ted Danson and uh, Jessica – no, um, shit. The girl from uh, – fucking blanking on her mind, and I like her. Kristen uh, Bell. Kristen Bell, thank you. Uh, apparently, she uh, goes to heaven. Uh, but she's not. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Eric. Eric hit us. Um, yes. Yeah, so uh, no, yeah, I haven't he, watched it. Yeah, Stephen was talking about it. He said it's really like pretty funny and stuff like that. Sad part is he says he probably doesn't think it's going to get a second season, but this is something that he would like to see where the story would go. Nice. Um, and that usually happens. There's a lot of TV shows that are doing really good, and then they never amount to anything, which um, kind of sucks. Yeah, I. I know of that one. I haven't watched it. They, honestly, there's just too much shit out there right now. It's like everybody's competing to get all their good stuff in. And I mean, television is now better than it has ever been, in my opinion. But um, there's just so much to consume. Well, it's so, it's so crazy now. Like a lot of uh, – I would have to say – I want to say maybe FX kind of set the bar – and then AMC kind of took note from them and started doing their own kind of programming. So back in the day, if people remember, FX came out with like Nip Tuck mm. and all these kind of like risque kind of shows where they were showing a little bit of nudity. Yeah, and good series. Nip Tuck's rad. Oh, I Nip Tuck is great up until the final season. Final season I just felt was like crap mm. on a cracker. But my favorite season is season three just because it has that cool like serial killer shit that's going on. That would be actually that would be a thing that I would like to rewatch Nip yeah. Tuck and then just talk about like that season because that season was so well done. Um, yeah, but they started with all those kind of shows and then AMC, of course, with Walking Dead and Holton Catch Fire and then also now Mad with Preacher, Mad Men. Yeah, oh yeah, I think actually Mad Men was before all that. So yeah, so I would say yeah, Mad Men and then Breaking Bad were probably the first two pinnacles that kind of brought. Uh, and everyone realized, like, oh, I can tell these really good stories in a television series, and I'm I'm not kidding. I know Matthew will probably never watch them. But, like, seriously, the DCW shows, yeah, they're DCW shows, but they really, like, bring in that superhero A-game. And it's really kind of funny because you're watching this stuff going, like, why can't some of the movies do this? Right. Why can't movies start being this, you know, well-written and episodic? And that's why I think the Netflix series are doing so well with Nick Cage, Nick Cage, Luke Cage. Yeah, I don't want to see the Nick Cage series. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm indestructible. No. Yeah, Luke Cage. And, uh, it was, yeah, it was funny at work. The accounting department all dressed up as superheroes. Oh, nice! And uh, I went around and I was like, oh, like, um, I guess in each one, and somebody dressed up as Jessica Jones. And our controller thought I wouldn't be able to get it, and like I was like, oh yeah, you're Jessica Jones. And she was like, oh, he's so good. <laughs> that was funny. But, and I was like, Whoa. Yeah, the worst part is when uh, I start picking out um, superhero names and stuff like that. Like, actually, one obscure. Like, uh, I finally started at I Didn't Get a Chance to Go, which I feel really bad. Never got a chance to make my way over to FanFest this year, as usual. Uh, I'm just starting to believe it's not in the cards for me. Like, I totally forgot. I thought it was this weekend. And I was all like, yeah, I'll make it. And you're like, no, it's this last week. You're like, no, it's this week. I'm like, fuck. 
Um, but yeah, there was a girl who posted something. I think she took a Snapchat and then saved that Snapchat and then sent it to the like the huge comic book uh, Phoenix Comic Con like group. Uh, somebody finally dressed up as Squirrel Girl. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. But it's such a rare character. Like, I'm sure as soon as she gets more like a movie, it's the same thing with a movie, uh, like the Harley Quinn stuff. Like, not too many people knew who Harley Quinn was. The movie comes out. Everyone's going to, I'm pretty sure I'm going to see a bunch of those costumes this year at Halloween. I have no problem with it and stuff like that, but it is that, it, there's that weird kind of thing with me where I'm like, I know so many characters and I know backstories and right off the bat, you want to talk to it. Like, oh, Harley Quinn. Awesome. But they're like, I don't know. And it, it happens, and and that's fine and stuff like that. But it was kind of cool that some people actually picked out like uh, Jessica Jones. I have not seen that yet. Um, oh, you should watch this on Netflix. Not the. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. You just got rib throat. Matthew. Um, no, the I haven't seen anybody uh, cosplay as them. Um, that was cool. Yeah, so I think that's pretty interesting and fun. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I think Matt Hines and Jen Hines are going to come back on the show. Uh, probably maybe sometime in November. Uh, I know they said they were really busy with everything that was going on with, uh, you know, the fan fest and stuff of that. And speaking of other returning guests on the show, I need to plug actually, uh, Ben, Benjamin. We've had him on the show a few times and stuff of that, but he is actually doing a thing at Samurai Samurai Comics, uh, this weekend. So if you're in the Phoenix, Arizona area and you want to check this out, uh, yeah, he's doing a Halloween comic fest that's going on. Uh, go ahead down to Samurai Comics Phoenix. Just go ahead and Type in Samurai Comics on your Google. You'll be able to find it. Uh, Saturday, October 29th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. He's selling some of his horror prints, uh, $10 each, one day only. And he's got some really cool ones. There's, like, a Beetlejuice he's did. There's, the, of course, the Army of My Little Dark... Uh, wow, I really fucked that up. My Little... The Army of My Little Darkness? Yeah, the Army of My Little Darkness. My uh, Little Darkness! My Little Darkness! <laughs> I can't see. Here's a chain fly in my face. Um... <laughs> A million dollars if we were actually could say. but yeah he has that he also has like a uh, some of the old horror classic uh, monsters hanging around the poker table and all that kind of stuff so go ahead check that out go to Samurai Comics uh, he did not pay me for this ad I just really enjoy his artwork and I highly thank if you're getting stuff for Halloween go ahead and check that out uh, I just want to give some plugs while we're doing all that jazz um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, shows, shows, shows. Yeah, all of that I've been keeping up on is DCW shows. Um, I think, uh, of course, HBO with uh, Westworld has been very intriguing. And, uh, yeah, Walking uh, Dead. Do we want to jump into The Walking Dead? Sure. All right, so Walking Dead. Um, I decided to – I missed a bunch of episodes from last season, so I just – I knew this was coming. I've read the comics. I already knew who died in the comics. Uh, I did like what the TV series did. Yeah. Because it was a very cool twist. Because everyone was thinking, spoiler alerts, if you have not seen Walking Dead, stop listening now, leave, I apologize. Uh, but yeah, spoilers. Uh, I did not think they were going to do two deaths. Uh. And I thought that was very cool of them. Um, so very gruesome, though. And apparently there's been deleted scenes where even Maggie was one of the victims. I uh, I heard that there was like alternate endings that they recorded. But this... Uh... Nigel is his name? Uh, Negan. Negan. This guy is uh, this guy's a little crazy. This is a crazy character. I like it. Uh, and Lucille, his bat, is an intimidating weapon that he uses. Um, he really, really fucked with Rick. This episode, Rick got broken down physically, psychologically, and shit. 
yeah, I think Rick is finally realizing it. Like, it's weird because Rick has been like kind of like this, like badass. You know, he's been a guy who's keep the group together. He's very focused, and then now he's come up against a force that he has no idea where what he's doing. Like, and he just realizes how fucking uh, like kind of useless he is right now. Like, he can't do anything. Like, he, you know, he had his kind of speech where he's like, "I'm gonna kill you." And yeah, right off the bat, might he, not be tomorrow or the next day. But I will kill you. And Negan's always like, let's take a ride. Like, and what I think is so funny with the the actor who plays uh, Negan, uh, I, I'm blanking on his name and everyone can yell at me later and stuff like that. But of course, he's been in a shit ton of stuff. He was in Greg's Anatomy. Yeah, he played Denny. He get killed off. He's in uh, Supernatural, plays their father. The Winchester's dad gets killed off. He's even fucking uh, uh, the, the comedian in Watchmen. Gets killed off. Then he's also in uh, Batman v Superman as uh, Thomas Wayne. Gets killed off. Uh, this is a character that you want to die now in The Walking Dead. Like, you just want someone to murder his fucking face. But I have a feeling he's going to be around for a while. And how he's playing this character and what he's doing, I really I really enjoy this actor's work. And I think he's fucking fantastic. He, uh, his name is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. He's... He's pretty crazy, man. I like he him. He plays Negan good. He, Negan's a crazy character. Well, did you hear? So there was a story that came out that apparently uh, his uh, producer, not his producer, his manager and his agent uh, called him. And they were like, hey, The Walking Dead has this part for you and they'd like you to play it. It's, it's going to be like this bad you know, kind of guy and stuff like that. And he's all like, he's, he's like, it's Negan. They're like, well, we're not sure because we're not allowed to disclose the name yet and stuff like that. He's like, we'll go ahead and call them back real quick and we'll get back. He goes, no, no, no. Fuck you. It's Negan. I'll take it. And so he already knew the character he was going to be playing. Yeah. So uh, I think it's going to be kind of fun. I think it's going to finally. Uh... Oh, yeah. Eric is right on the ball tonight with everything. He's like popping up on the chat room and stuff. I'm glad I actually have the chat room open so I can actually pay attention. Uh, but yeah, no, he's doing a fantastic job. And I'm kind of curious where he's going to take this character and how. Because this is the first time this is a character like that kind of has the upper hand finally. Well, the governor had the upper hand for a little bit. He did, but he, again, fuck, he fucked up. Yeah. He like, did. Negan seems like the kind of guy who he knows everything. Like, he's, he literally came out with Rick. He's like, hey, you killed a couple of my people? I think it's time to even the odds. Yeah. Like, he literally was like, I want you guys to work for me, but then you went ahead and you fucked up, so I got to put you guys in your place. Yeah. Got to lose a couple of your members, because I lost a couple of my members, and there's pretty much open, you know, uh, you know, there's, there's basically, you know, openings now in my little area and some of that so it's going to be it's going to be very interesting uh, of course this is going to suck because of course this is going to happen up until december and then we're going to get that mid-season break yeah so it's going to be interesting but yeah i'm, I'm trying to it sucks right though because i have to watch it from my phone oh that's a bumpski. or my computer because i don't have like there's no fucking amc app for whatever reason so it's since i don't have cable but at least it gives me something to watch at work which is kind of nice so um but yeah i'm i'm very happy with this so how do you how much you want to bet next year Halloween, a lot of people are going to be cosplaying as him. Uh, there may be people doing it this year, to be honest. I mean, well, uh, I did see at Fan Fest there was a uh, few people. Kate Nash, who's one of the, one of my really, I love her as an, an artist and stuff like that. Well, the Walking Dead, and she's a huge Walking Dead fan. Uh, the show actually sent her uh, a replica of Lucia's bat. So, oh, really? So she's got like the bat and stuff. Oh, she that's was, pretty cool. She was pretty fucking stoked about that. So. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely next year probably, um, but maybe this year too. Well, yeah, definitely for uh, Phoenix Comic Con this year during the summer because the season will end uh, before you know Mother's Day or something like that, 
and people would be doing that. I did see a few people. I mean, I'm actually excited because for my uh, loot crate, I did get a uh, little, you know, slugger, and it has uh, Negan on it. And nice. I was like, oh, this is just perfect. So I'm excited about that. And I know Annabelle, a good friend of the show, she was wearing that shirt. Someone lent it out to her, so she was wearing that, which I thought was kind of funny. So, yeah, th- I'm very excited for this one because it's kind of cool to see kind of uh, – as much as I like Rick and everything like that, but it is kind of nice to see him kind of taken down. Backseat, yeah, yeah kind of taken down a couple of notches and be like, okay. And then I'm also kind of curious, like, okay, well, how are you guys going to get the fuck out of here? So there's a lot of stuff in the comics, and I don't know if I want to talk about it. Uh, I'm pretty sure Kyle and I will talk about it. So if you're a huge comic book fan, we'll definitely talk about the Walking Dead stuff, uh, theories that we might think might happen. I don't know if they will happen. Uh, They have taken some stuff from the comics so far that is going to be happening a lot in this season. So we'll see what happens. But there is a bunch of things that do happen to these main characters that we're curious if they're going to play in with the series or they're going to go their own direction. So Okay. Interesting. But yeah, so of course every week we'll probably have an update of uh, Walking Dead for you guys. Uh, we'll be back in this week of that, just like when we did uh, Game of Thrones and yeah. everything like that. Uh, and definitely Westworld, because Westworld has been very, very good. I freaking hate it. Okay, Steven, you better get here. Uh, I just really, like, that episode fucking ended. And I was like, no, no, no. We're, the newest I want, one? Yeah, I was like, I want, no, I want more. Yeah. What the, f- no. Like, so it's really... It's really doing the Lost thing to me right now, because Lost would do those fucking ends, yeah. and I was like, no! Um, Lost, baby! Yeah, so, so yeah, if you haven't checked out Westworld, highly recommend it. Freaking fantastic. So, um, speaking of Halloween and everything like that, uh, do you have actually any plans for Halloween? Uh, speak, if you actually go out to some parties, have a get-together, or do you actually sit at home and uh, dish out the candy? Uh, well, Halloween's on a Monday this year, yes. so... Um, we normally go over to my aunt and uncle's house, and we get out the fire pit, and we sit out on the driveway and play music and pass out candy. And uh, the last couple of years, my aunt's made homemade potato soup, mm. and uh, with like rolls and stuff. So we we've, we've rocked that. Uh, we'll see what happens on Monday because this October here in Phoenix has been warm. Yeah. It's been really warm this time around. So I don't know, but we're going over there to pass out candy. No, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, that's, I've been noticing that too. I'm kind of dreading uh, Monday with my costume a little bit. Hopefully it, I did see some clouds coverage today on the way home from work. That was about about three o'clock. So I don't know if we might be getting some cooler weather, hopefully maybe this weekend, but maybe we'll find out. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't have any plans. I don't have any kids come to my door. Uh, I've been here for two years now. Nothing. Of course, I don't have any decorations. pumpkins tomorrow. Ooh, do you have a... You doing a kit, or are you doing your own thing? I don't know. I'll figure out when I get it. I mean, we've got the got the pumpkins, but maybe I'll just do a uh, avant-garde piece. Ah, whatever the fuck I feel. Very cool, very cool. Last year, I did an owl, I think. year before that, I think I just did like a standard jack-o'-lantern. I don't go too crazy. No, I wasn't sure because I know some people buy those kits right. and like try to map it out. My one of my exes did that all the time. Like, yeah. thing I really kind of okay. Like I I would like doing it if I was doing it with somebody who was I guess fun. I don't. Um, that's why I'm not mentioning names or anything like that, and I don't really care because she probably doesn't listen to the shit anyways. Um, but like taking like I used to love going to like pumpkin patches, like driving all the way out there, having a day of it, having fun and stuff like that. And it's like I only did that once with her, and it was a blast. And then it just became like this chore afterwards of not going there anymore, of just picking up the pumpkin at the thing. And like honestly, like pumpkin carving, if you guys, if people get joy out of it, they like doing it, it's fun, awesome. It's really not for me. I don't like doing it. I don't like designing shit. I don't like finding things and making a pumpkin. So because to me, I'm like it's just something I have to throw out again. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh, you know, but uh, she would make a big fucking deal about it and like always get on my case with it. I'm like, look, I like Halloween. I like dressing up. I like decorating stuff. I like creepy, spooky. Things. I just don't like pumpkins. I'm like, I would be fine just buying like a crappy piece of shit, you know, plastic pumpkin and you just put a light in it and be like, here, you know, and stuff. Because I'm like, it's just a thing that I have to, because I'm like, I have to throw it out. I know you're not going to throw it out. I have to throw it out. Never once have you ever gone, I'm taking the pumpkin to throw out. You'd be like, hey, that pumpkin I made you go buy and then carve and then let it sit out too long. You have to throw it out now. I'm like, why is it my responsibility? I didn't want the damn thing in the first place. So what are you gonna pump what are you gonna carve this year? Nothing. I'm gonna carve you a freaking Jesus, dude. <laughs> Fucking laying it out there. Steve does not like pump, carving pumpkins. I, I don't. If you want to get him a present, give him a fucking oh, plastic you pumpkin. Fucking... Matthew, you're gonna regret this. <laughs> I'm gonna find a I'm gonna find a pumpkin and I'm gonna make this clown spider pumpkin. Go for it, dude. So fucking pick it up and I'll throw it in the trash because I have no problem walking into the trash. Hoisted up my own guitar. Ah, jeez. Matthew's like, I'll take out the trace trash every day. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so we're, we're doing that. Uh, we used to do that. Growing up, my family, we would go up to the pumpkin patch and uh, we pick out our pumpkins and do all that. And then the tradition, you know, you know, obviously shit happens with families. It died off. And then uh, every now and then I don't carve every year. I mean, the last couple of years has been consistent, but. It's weird because there used to be a place called, I think it was called Shep's Farm. Schnepp Farm. Shep, yeah, yeah, that's over in, uh, that's like East Valley. Okay, is it still there? Cause yeah, like, it's still there. Okay, because that's where we used to go. We used to go up to Yonks Farm, which is on the way up to uh, Prescott or Payson. I think that's the one that I went to. Yeah. Uh, like, that's the latest. I mean, I wouldn't mind going back and doing the pumpkin farm stuff because I think it's fun, but I don't know. I guess it's just because I live in an apartment and I can't really do too much, like, spookiness and things like that. Like, I've actually been telling people if you have, like, cool decorations or really spice up your house, go ahead and, like, tweet it over to at Horrorcast. We'll go ahead and put them on the Facebook page, and we'll tag you guys in and stuff like that because we really thought that would be kind of a cool thing because I heard a guy at work, he was talking about all the stuff they were going to put out, and I was like, dude, that's fucking tight. But he's a huge, huge horror fan, too, which is, I think is hilarious. Um, and he loves Chucky, which is so weird. Interesting. Which is so weird on that one. But, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of, uh, yeah, I don't think I have it. I don't know if any parties are going on. I know I have to pick up a few miscellaneous items for my costume. Yeah. Uh, I drew, I'll what show you. What are you dressing up as? I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'm not letting, uh, you already know. <laughs> but the viewers, the viewers won't know until uh, Monday when my, or this weekend if I go to a party or whatnot. But I've, I've been trying to keep it under wraps. Because everyone's been telling all their costumes and stuff. Yeah. And I, I'm kind of getting excited because I haven't heard my costume mentioned yet. At work, so I don't think anyone's doing it yet, nice. and I'm just like, I'm gonna have a feel. You have to get brown it. pants for it. Yeah, brown pants. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. It's a brown pants, lab coat, blue shirt. You guys try to put the pieces together. You're a scientist. Ah, close. What? You have no idea who it is. Really? Brown pants. Brown pants, blue shirt. Blue shirt and a lab coat. A lab coat and a flask. Brown pants. Blue shirt, a lab coat, and a flask. Yeah, and I have I have a blue wig with spiky hair. Blue wig with spiky hair. Yeah. Huh. Brown pants, <laughs> blue shirt, lab coat, blue spiky hair, and a flask. 
I will put it this way. Anyone who's listening live wants to go ahead and tweet us. If you know the character I just described, kudos to you. <laughs> what show is it from? Rick and Morty. Oh, I don't fucking watch Rick and you Morty. You should watch Rick and Morty. Fucking no, Rick and Morty, stupid-ass motherfucker. <laughs> JK. JK. Uh... uh... I think next year we should all go as the kids from Stranger Things. I thought you were going to say. I'd be, uh, who would you dress up as? I'd probably have to be the, uh, I either have to be Will, because I probably wouldn't get invited to parties, so Mm -hmm. everyone could just be like, oh, Steve's here, he's just in the Upside Down. Or, (laughs) or I'd probably have to, I don't know who the other kid is, the, the, like, Will's friend, the, the Dungeon Master guy. Uh, Mike? Yeah, Mike. I'd probably want to be Dustin. Yeah, I, I kind of figured you'd be Dustin. But people probably want to fucking stereotype me to be Lucas. Why? Just because we have, we have similar facial features. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was because you just don't like the number 11. Uh, 15's my favorite number. That Dustin's my dude, though. No, Dustin's pretty fucking tight. <clears throat> I could be Barb. <laughs> yeah, Eric says, like, something from that Rick and something show. Yeah, question mark. Um, Rick and something. Rick and something coming to ABC. Well, you um, know, so I set up the voicemail. Yes. And I sent out a little post on the social medias asking for any spooky Halloween stories. Yes. And we got some voicemails, man. So do we want to... Uh... I say we go ahead and do it since uh, once Steve gets here, I know we have some stuff planned with him. Yeah, we do. Show. We do have a couple of games coming up that I'm I'm really excited about. But uh, yeah, let's. Uh, and again, if you guys want to call in, you can still call in. We can play your voicemails, but we'll play a few of them that uh, have hit, um, uh, that have hit the uh, voicemail box. So if you guys have any creepy, cool stories, go ahead and call our number. Uh, Matthew might have it on hand. I know I don't. Steve, you got to learn this number. Four eight zero seven eight eight two five five four. So there you go. So Matthew, let's go with some of our listeners. Absolutely. Calls. So again, it was I'm uh, to make a sound drop. Any scary, spooky stories? So we got uh, we got three of them. So we'll go ahead and play. All right. Hello, friends. It's your buddy Nick here. I wanted to tell you about a paranormal encounter that I had back when I was in summer camp as a kid. So. As what happens many times, you tell ghost stories and yada, 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 spooky stuff happens. Well, our camp counselor had actually told us about a paranormal encounter that happened to his girlfriend, and it involved what um, a, a spirit that the Native Americans refer to as a skinwalker. Oh, shit, and uh, he also mentioned that um, non-Native Americans aren't supposed to know about skinwalkers, and when skinwalkers find out that people talk about them, they go after the person that mentioned them. And this is the first time I'd ever heard of them, and it scared me shitless, basically. Hopefully, you don't have to believe that. I can't remember if you can cuss on the show. <laughs> but anyway, so we go through, and he tells us this stuff, and he tells us about this encounter that his girlfriend had after she had first heard about skinwalkers. And by the time all the scary stories are up, we go to bed, and full moon out, of course, as it's supposed to be. I don't really think anything of it. You know, scary stories don't really do much for me. But we go to bed, and maybe 10 minutes later, I wake up, 
and there is someone standing over my bunk. And not just over my bunk, but the counselor actually slept in the bunk above me. So there is a man standing, staring at my camp counselor over my bunk and staring at him. So I freak out. This is the most scared I've ever been in my entire life. I pull the covers up over my head. And if you've ever been this scared, um, well, I can describe the feeling. Basically, your body goes cold. And you can feel every vein and capillary in your body pumping the blood through. It is such a creepy, creepy feeling. So I'm sitting there for maybe like 10 minutes, and I'm like, hey, I can't just, like, sit here and wait for this thing to kill us. I've got to make something happen. So this little kid camper of me gets the balls to pull the covers down over up out from over my head, and I reach out and I grab the man. And it wasn't a man at all. It was a jacket. I was afraid of a jacket that was hanging over the edge of the bunk bed. I thought for sure a skinwalker was coming to get my camp counselor. So that was a little uh, a little paranormal encounter that I had. Uh, I fell asleep, uh, fell asleep quickly after that as uh, all the adrenaline wore off and just knocked me right out. But anyway, happy Halloween, everyone, and uh, look forward to hearing the show. Bye. That was, that was a good story. That was a good story. Uh, speaking of skinwalkers, uh, yeah, I, I think I ran into one. <clears throat> and I have a fucking gnat in my freaking studio. Um, there was a story back in high school where we went to the Indian Reservation and there was one night where I was with a buddy of mine, Scott, and we're sitting there and we're doing our, um, like, we're just, like, hanging out or whatnot in this little area that we would go to. And all of a sudden, like, we look over and there's just, like, this dude standing, like, in this ravine. Long, scraggly hair, shirtless, just kind of standing there. So Scott's like, hey, hey Steve, come over here. I'm like, what? What's going on? And, then, like, I, I go over to him and he's like, you see that? And I'm like, yeah, is that some dude just, like, standing there or whatnot? And he's like, Yeah. So we're sitting there for a little bit of like, okay, what do you want to do? He's like, all right. He's like, well, he's like, here's my keys. Head back to the car. It was like me and like two other guys. And he's like, you guys head back to the car, get it started. I'm like, what the hell are you guys going to do? Apparently they found like some stuff like to kind of be like, hey, get the hell out of here kind of thing. And they said this guy kind of like took off. And when he was running, they noticed not only was he like shirtless, but barefoot. And this guy just kind of ran into like all these cacti and then just kind of vanished. And then they came back to the car and told us about it. We're like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then when we started talking to, like, other people who knew about the reservation, they were like, oh, yeah, that was probably a skinwalker. And we're like, what? Like, we had never heard of this thing in our entire life. And then I started researching about it and realizing, like, they can take the form of all these things. It's almost like – it's kind of like their version of, like, a warlock or a witch uh, in the Native American kind of culture and stuff. But we were just like – what the fuck? Like, I mean, honestly, it could have been like, you know, I try to debunk everything before I realized, oh, this was who it was. I mean, honestly, it could have just been a drunk guy, like, you know, out on the reservation or whatnot, but like, we have no idea because it was just like the weirdest thing where it was yeah. kind of like vanished. So I, creepy. I, I thought that was kind of cool that like, uh, similar. Okay, yeah. yeah. Kind of like another person found like a skinwalker and stuff like that. So I like, uh, I like Nick and Nick's a friend of the show. He's been on, uh, he's been on socially awkward and, and, uh, he's a good, he's a good dude. So, um, I think it's funny how your mind can play tricks on you. Yes. Like, so he hears about it. Uh, he wakes up. He's sleepy. He's groggy. And he thinks the jacket is the skinwalker. But it's cool to know that he got the bravery to, like, 
he, yes. he encouraged himself to reach out and grab this thing. Like how many little kids would do that? And, uh, then it was a jacket. A jacket, <laughs> which uh, we do. Good story. Like, do you have any kind of stories like that where you like you kind of get up the courage of something, and then when you realize what it was, you're like, uh... um, I mean, there's there's been things that have happened. Like, I thought somebody broke into my house one time, and uh, Megan and I were sleeping, and I I have a bat that I sleep to uh, next. I sleep. I have a bat that I keep next to my bed. And uh, just blindly, like, I didn't put my glasses or anything on. I just walked out to this dark room holding this bat, thinking I was going to go kick some ass. Yeah. And it was really, like, something fell off the wall or some bullshit like that. But, um, <laughs> or, no, actually what it was was... Um, was that the shelving? No. Okay. we had We had hooks that were uh, suctioned on the bathroom tile holding our loofahs yes. and one of them came off and, and fell yeah. and I was in a dead sleep, heard it. I was like, somebody's in my fucking house. <laughs> I grabbed the bat, walk out into a dark room, standing there like I can't see shit and uh, <laughs> I could come back to bed. But I'm sure there's other been other things. I but... have a, there's a good one like that. So again, back in high school, uh, buddy, Scott, again, we're driving around just like on a Friday night because we didn't do anything like kind of like go to parties or hang out really too much. We're driving around, we're over by the Indian Reservation on Pecos Road. And, like, okay, so we're a lot of people, if you're in the Arizona area, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not, yeah. so Pecos Road, literally, there was a road uh, in Ahwatukee, and then, like, literally on one side, it's pretty much like, you know, us, and on the other side is the Indian Reservation. Yeah. So, on the Indian Reservation, we just see this kind of like thing balled up. Like, it almost, it literally looked like a body bag. And you drove past it once, not thinking anything about it. And then we circled back around, and Scott's like, what is that? Like, kind of thing. So he literally parks the car, like, far away, has the headlights on it, and we're kind of want, looking at this thing going, like, well, it's not moving. It looks like a body. It literally looked like a body bag. And we're like, okay. And then, like, he starts, like, throwing, like, stuff. And he's like, you know what? We haven't seen a friend of ours for, like, some time. You know, maybe it's them or whatnot. I'm like, no, it's, it's – okay, first off, it's not that. I'm like, it could be a body, but we don't know. So it's like he hands me, like, a pipe. He has a pipe, and he's like, all right, we're going to walk over. It's like that tension's like building. So you can kind of, you're slowly walking, your heart's pounding, racing. He's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're like about maybe 10 feet away from it now. Still looks like a body bag. He's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. He's like, I'm going to walk over. I'm going to grab. You get on this side. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to pull it open. As soon as I pull it open, you just, whatever happens, just start going. So we're walking. We're creeping. Tension's raising. We're looking at each other like, okay, this is happening. This is happening. He grabs it. And goes, oh, I'm like, what do you mean? Oh, what is it? Is it a body? Is it? He's like, no, this is like a half deflated uh, waterbed. That's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're about to beat this shit out. And of you're literally just it. like, oh, okay. Yeah, man. It's just like all that. And then you have like all this adrenaline that you have no idea what to do with. You're like, oh, you want to, we want to run a race? Like, yeah. what are we doing? So like, I've always had those kind of moments where you're like, something's going to happen. Something's going to be creepy. So uh, do you have another one for us you want to yeah, play? Yeah, we got a couple more. So we'll, right, go cool. ahead, we'll go ahead and play the next one. All right. Around the world and home again, that's the same way. Faster, 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 faster. There's no earthly way of knowing which direction we are going. There's no knowing where we're rowing. Is it raining? Is it snowing? Is a hurricane blowing? 
not a speck of light is showing. All the fires of hell are glowing. For the rollers keep on rolling. They're certainly not showing. At least I'm today slowing. Wow, that was that was pretty creepy. Um, <laughs> yeah, Eric just said, wait, is this from uh, Willy Wonka? I believe it is, uh, but I did like the fact that someone actually, you know, people are calling in and leaving voicemails and stuff like that. So again, if you guys want to call in, because I know we'll probably be taking a break after this next little uh, voicemail that we'll be hitting. But if you want to go ahead and call us during the break and everything like that, again, the number is 480-788-2554. Four. Go ahead and leave us either a creepy message, a cool ghost story or whatnot. I'm pretty sure a couple of mine will come out uh, during this podcast uh, as well. But Eric, uh, Matthew, I almost said Eric because Eric just commented. He's like, is that Willy Wonka? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, yes, it, yeah, one. even Aaron was like, easy to go. So we got, uh, how many more do we have? What, just one more. We just have one more. So what we want to do, we're going to play this one. And then we'll come back, talk a little bit, and then we'll probably hit us with some uh, Fro Show delightness, and then we'll be back after the break. So cool. without further ado, Matthew, play that message. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, don't have a spooky story for you other than the terrifying story of a guy who used to be on a podcast and had to move across the damn country and, and stop doing the show and terrifying really it's so scary um no hey what's up guys Eric I figure I'd just uh say hi to everybody uh see what's up and uh let everybody know I'm still alive you know sort of anyways but uh yeah I miss you guys I miss uh uh everything about doing the show and everything and uh hopefully I can bring a little bit bring a little bit back with these uh messages and stuff maybe I'll try to to do this each week if I can call in and uh say something but uh, anyway, uh, back to your spooky ghost stories. Speaking of which, yes, uh, dude. I, I teased this a little bit on uh, <clears throat> not another be horrorcast, but Eric. Actually, there is a huge thing that's going to be hitting us next year uh, during our Halloween special. I want to do a murder mystery. Uh, Fuck your couch. Uh, so a murder mystery. So I'm gonna be putting out. Um, <clears throat> Fuck, you sound sad. Yeah, you do, kind of, buddy. Um, what I was going to say, we're doing a murder mystery, but I'm thinking I'm going to have you Skype in during when we do that show. And you're probably going to be, uh, you'll have either a character or it'll be a narrator, but you will be a part of the uh, story uh, that uh, I'm probably going to be co-writing. I have to see if Steven is going to be able to help me with this because I have actually no idea what I'm doing. I finally put together one big thing uh, tonight, that uh, a game that we're going to play. So we'll see how that goes over and see if my writing skills has any kind of chance of doing anything. But yeah, next year we're going to be uh, getting a couple of people on the show uh, to do this murder mystery. So that's going to be kind of cool. So yes, Eric, you do have a part. And anybody else on the network that would like to chime in or want to be a part of it as well, we can do like little sound bits, sound recordings, little things that we can tie into the show. So I want to make it a huge mass production uh, kind of thing for next year's Halloween episode. So these are big things that we try to want to do and stuff like that. But yes, Eric, we do miss you. Uh, but before we go to our break, of course, this episode of The Fro Show is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Now, Matthew. No, I'm not done yet, dude. Oh, you're not done with what? No. I was going to ask you about any new music that came out this week or any music that you're excited for before you actually load up the show because you have a little bit of a spiel 
before you dive into the Fro Show, but yeah, if you I, need some little time, you want me to plug some other stuff, I can no, also I, plug... Uh, no, no, you're good. just not ready to go yet. we no, got Matthew, another story, Matthew, it's dude. okay, because when you're not ready to go, you know where you can go? You can go to the Socially Awkward Facebook page, give us a like, and you click on that Shop Now Sign Up button, and boom! Brings you this thing called NerdBlock, one of our proud sponsors on the... Uh, for iRadio Network, you go to NerdBlock, you do with this little subscription block feed, boom, you click on it, boom, next thing you know, you get a birthday present, Christmas present, Hanukkah present, uh, any kind of present you can think of every month, and you get this cool box of swag of a theme they're doing, you get a t-shirt, I'm wearing a t-shirt right now we talked about, I'm wearing my uh, uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror t-shirt right now, so I mean, there's so much cool stuff you get from NerdBlock, so go again, go to any one of our Facebook page, Click on that Shop Now, Sign Up button, boom, brings you right to the nerd block that you want. And who's going to know? Steve-O knows. Also brought to you by Depends. Old people's got a shit, and they got a shit somewhere. I don't know what Matthew's doing. Um, actually, while Matthew's doing that, I'm going to regale you guys of a ghost story that happened to me. So, are you ready now? Go for it. Oh. <laughs> Tell your story. <laughs> Matthew just had this look of like, no, I'm ready now. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know if I talked about any of this kind of stuff on the uh, any podcast or even the B-Horecast and stuff like that. But uh, back in the day uh, when my grandmother passed away, uh, she was going through some medical stuff and things like that. She was in, in and out of the hospital. And, of course, we live across. She was living in Florida at the time. We were still in Arizona. And I remember the day I woke up walked downstairs and before my parents could even say anything about the news with grandma or whatnot i was all like oh grandma passed and they both looked at me with these eyes of like wait how did you know this uh and i was like oh she visited me last night and yes i know what you're thinking steve this is bullshit no one believes you whether or not you want to believe it or not but i remember yes waking up in the middle of the night and seeing a shadowy figure in my windowsill and before I know it, I was having a conversation with my uh, deceased grandmother at that time. And she was just letting us know that everyone's – she's moving on to a better place. You guys are doing well. Don't worry about me. Everything's going to be fine um, and all that kind of stuff. And just the shock that I, I came downstairs, I think it was like probably ninth grade, maybe high school. And literally everyone took the day off from school, like my siblings and stuff. And for whatever reason, I was like, no, I, I can go to school. I'm good. I guess because maybe because I got that message, yeah. which was just very weird because I was never – like I, I knew my grandma, but my sister was very close with my grandma. But I think I have this little thing like my mom does where you can kind of sense things or they can communicate with you. Because I know when her mother passed, uh, she actually would get phone calls. And the phone calls would be like just dead silence or whatnot. My mom finally said, hey, we're doing fine. Everything's good. You don't need to worry about that. And the phone call stops. So I do believe in this kind of stuff. Um, I am very Fox Mulder where I want to believe. Uh, I do try to find the big – yeah, but yeah, I remember that uh, coming out with my grandmother and some of that just had this – just kind of decent conversation. I was very calm and just very easy. I yeah. think I've just grown up with that kind of stuff. I've seen so much like weird, like crazy shit that I can't explain, but I just accept it. Um, so, I mean, take it for what it is. But uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you either have that connection with the other world and helping people to pass over. And that's really what it's all about is uh, a lot of a lot of times these things don't know that they're dead or they do know they're dead. and They just want to kind of relay a message. Um, and hopefully it's not, uh, something that horribly happened to them because usually they try to take it out with violence is the only kind of energy they can grasp at that point. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was a little bit of one of my creepy stories. I have a That's shit a ton one. of them. 
Uh, but Matthew, are you ready to drop us with some uh, some music? No, dude, we have another story. Oh, we do have another yeah. story. What What's the next story? Uh, I've been playing. Oh, I haven't. Oh, wait, are you on? You guys are in a true. And we're mute. Oh, my bad. That was your bad, dude. Yeah, I'm fucking up tonight. So. That was your bad, dude. No, you know what? I am not fucking up tonight. It's the spirit. All right, so here okay, we, we go. Should be good now. Healing frequencies open. Hi, Steve and Matt. This is Aaron from the Starfleet Escape podcast. You guys said you needed a true scary story, so here's a story of an alien abduction, possibly. So I was about, I would say, uh, in kindergarten or first grade, and I woke up, I was floating. I appeared to have just come through the wall in my bedroom, and I floated a, you know, a few feet. I then turned 90 degrees and floated down into my bed. Uh, then this happened several times. I don't remember how many times it happened. After that happened, I was I was petrified. <laughs> so I would just lay in bed until I saw the kitchen light go on, and I knew my mother was up, uh, so it was safe uh, to get up. I didn't tell anyone about this uh, when it happened. It happened several more times, uh, and then one night, as I woke up floating, I got the courage to look look down. So I, I looked over to my right, and in the doorway, I saw uh, two or three, maybe four little creatures, what you would call uh, a gray alien. At the time, I didn't know what it was. It looked like, at the time, I, I must have seen Beetlejuice, the movie, and they looked like the guy that was going to marry... Uh, Beetlejuice and uh, I think Lydia, maybe uh, whoever Winona Ryder uh, played, they were gonna uh, marry them. So kind of you know that classic gray alien that you see. Uh, so I was scared out of my mind. Uh, didn't scream or anything. Uh, I looked, saw them. Then I looked back up at the ceiling. Then I continued like usual to float and then take that 90 degree turn and lay down or float down into my bed. Then the light came on. Uh, I don't know how much time had passed, but then the light went on in the kitchen. And once again, I knew it was safe to get up. After that, it never happened again. So was it really an alien abduction or was it just... A figment of my imagination, a dream, I don't know. Uh, but it was definitely scary to a first grader or kindergartner. Um, yeah, so I was like five or six years old when that happened. It freaked me out. And uh, yeah, so that's my scary story. Catch you guys later. Live long and prosper. Aaron, yes. thank you. Aaron, thank you for uh, hitting that. I know exactly what you're talking about. That little like uh, midget guy who's doing like the uh, eulogy for uh, 
Not the eulogy. Yeah, the eulogy at their wedding. Well, actually, you know what? Maybe it was a eulogy because <laughs> it is death and everything like that. Um, no, that's very interesting. I always uh, The biggest thing I would have to ask, you probably might not remember, uh, because obviously when you said uh, like a first grader, uh, very young, uh, usually when an alien abduction happens, of course, yes, I know all this shit. This is why Eric probably left the, uh, left the show. He's like, fucking Steven, stupid theories. No, usually there's a loss of time that you can't account for. Missing time. Um, is really big with alien abductions and stuff like that. So it could possibly happen, especially if it happened a couple of times. Um, I will have to say this. So I'm very proud of everybody who's been calling in and stuff like that. Um, if you guys have actual, like, stories, and this goes out to anybody, if you want to write in, like, we can read these off of the podcast that I do, uh, Not Another Be Horrorcast. Uh, we do have an email address. Uh, we do have Facebook and stuff like that. So if you do want to, like, give us some of your creepy stories and not just wait for Socially Awkward's uh, Halloween special, uh, I have no problem reading those off. I always would be enthralled uh, and thrilled to have these cool uh, listener stories. But, yeah, I want to thank everybody for uh, uh, hitting us up right now and stuff like that. But, of course, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, hopefully uh, Stephen's back with us. And also, of course, uh, hopefully maybe you guys will call in during the break. And, again, that number is going to be... I don't memorize this right now. i got to wait for a call. It's 480-788-2554. I know, this show is very badly done. You can all just blame the showrunner, Steve. This is what happened. See, there's Steve Moffat from Doctor Who, who just fantastic. And then there's Steve Mooney, where they're like, ah, oh, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> so when Steve Mooney's your showrunner, we're fucked. Uh, but Matthew, go ahead and lay down some cool tracks. Do you have any uh, new music that came out that you'd like to talk about? Or just dive um, right into the music. Yeah, so Empire of the Sun came out with the third album today. It's called Two Vines, which I'm really excited about. Uh, definitely going to be checking that out. And uh, yeah, the Stranger Things Volume 1 vinyl came out today, which I'm intrigued about. So I will probably be picking that up this weekend because it's a great, excuse me, original soundtrack. And yeah, I don't know. That's about it. Those are the two big ones in my book that came out today. So Very cool. But, of course, you guys will be back after the break with hopefully some more cool uh, voicemails from you guys and all the other cool stuff for our spooktacular. We're going to grab beers. I'm thirsty. That too. <laughs>
your silhouette except to say anything this place is a mess you think buy you another drink another drink anything you want something to lose your friends back to my place i don't want to talk i want everything driving me home are you driving me home
skin And I felt the weight within Reveal the bigger mess That you can't fix And we are back. I want to thank you all for hanging out after the break and everything like that. So we're just probably going to touch upon a little few things. It looks like uh, Stephen might have hit a little snag, so we'll probably have him on next time, which will debate, uh, debut my brand new game. And also uh, Stephen will have a speed round from Matthew and I, so that will be kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, so I think we're going to talk about uh, Westworld. Westworld. HBO. Yeah, so, Stephen, uh, I remember that it's a Michael Cri uh, Crichton book. It's yep. also a movie uh, that came out a while ago, uh, which is so weird because, like, one of the weird robots, the rogue robot in that movie is actually played by the guy who was in uh, The King and I, which is so weird to see him in, like, that role of just, like... Ed Harris? 
Uh, no, oh, fucking Ed Harris though in that show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll dive into that. So Stephen, who are you about, talking about? Uh, I don't, I don't know the actor's name. He's not in the series right now. It's in the movie. Oh, um, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. The movie, yeah, the movie, The King and I, and then it was the guy who played the king was the the, the basically one of the androids. Gotcha, gotcha. In Westworld, so uh, Stephen touched upon it a little bit, and um, and how he described it was very perfect. But he touched upon it in the one episode he was on. So, but Matthew wasn't here. But then we started watching it now, so we're both caught up. Like we said, the little teasers, it's definitely like Lost, where it ends. You're like, okay, what the hell's going on? So I think we're like four episodes in right now. Yeah, fifth episode will be this yeah, Sunday. This Sunday. So if you guys have not watched Westworld, you don't have HBO Go and stuff like that, uh, if you don't care, then go ahead and listen. If you do care, there will be probably some spoilers. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. I highly recommend it. I really like where this series is going. But like you just said, yeah, that one guy is fucking nuts. But yeah, how Steven described it, basically, it's kind of like a video game. You come in like Skyrim. His was his example, walking through the town and right off the bat they're like, oh hey, you want to go out? Here's a bounty for you know such and such, and that's like a quest. Yeah. And it's so cool because like how they say is like every quest has like all this stuff. And speaking of quests, just like in this latest episode, the woman's like, oh shit, you found one of the Easter eggs. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yep. So uh, let's th- so well, okay, who do you like on the show so far? And everybody. And everybody. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the, show, <laughs> the show's great. I mean, I, Dolores is like by far. I'm most intrigued by her. I think, I think Evan Rachel Wood does an amazing job uh, acting as Dolores. Um, uh, Ed Harris's character is really intriguing. I want to know more about his storyline. Um, yeah, because because little... obviously, like what we had talked about previously on the show is panning out to be that way. He's he's seriously going to a deeper part of the game. And they're setting it up for him, and he's actually doing it. So. Yeah, that's, that's that's crazy. That's actually what I thought was really cool, especially in this episode. So you didn't know too much, a little bit about about him, and you're fine. You're slowly finding pieces of him, especially in this latest episode, episode four. Uh, they dropped like a thing with him, where like uh, one of the other like uh, vacationers, I should say, um, comes over to him and be like, "Hey, I just want to thank you for you know all the stuff you could do." Like he's like trying to like thank this guy, and right off the bat, he's like, "Fuck you, I'm on vacation." Right. Like kind of thing. And there's been little tidbits of things of, like, he's doing stuff and other people in, like, their uh, hub, I guess, watching the game play out or the vacation play out. I'm not really sure how to describe it yet. But they're like, oh, no, this guy's a huge contributor. He can do whatever he yeah. kind of wants kind of thing. So it's thing. very curious because he says he's been doing this for, like, 30, 30 years, years now. Um, and it's, like, kind of cool. So you're kind of finding out his backstory a little bit of, like, what he's trying to do and, like, complete the game. So I do kind of like like that aspect of it. So I thought that was really cool. They do, they they keep – because, like, I think in the third episode, he wasn't even in it. Um, I Because, th- uh, like, not. the first episode uh, starts off with him, and I think the second episode is when he, like, kind of goes to, like, the, the – kind of like the Mexican, Mexico uh-huh. kind of area or whatnot and gets a little bit more information. And then I don't think there was really much touched upon him in the third episode. And then um, this episode was kind of really big on him and whatnot and yeah. other players in the game. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> where – I think we touched upon a little bit where we said, like, uh, Anthony Hopkins with the little boy. He, we think that was, like, his little representation of himself. So I'm still trying to figure out what his huge storyline is going with. So they showed a, a chapel or they showed a church in the most recent episode. And I yes. believe that church is the church that is... Buried. Buried. Okay. And I think this is where um, they, quote-unquote, christened, thank you, christened the the first androids of the park. Because they show, they show a scene where they're, like, 
they're like dumping them in water like they're you know it's like kicking it off like all right you're part of us now you're part of this let's do it and it was only quick little flashes but i definitely saw them and i was like ah interesting so i think that i think that's the church and it's like buried um, oh, quite, yeah. Now that you mention that, I didn't even think of it because I I forgot about the whole like Toby baptizing. Just shut the door. Yeah, he does that. Um, yeah, of course. Right when I'm about to get on a spiel, um, there's a uh, with the church being buried, but then it was a part where they were talking about his uh, his partner, and he's saying like he wanted to make them more real and stuff like that. But there's a part where they're like kind of dancing in that small town, and I yeah, think the church yeah. is in the back. So I'm kind of wondering if he's kind of like uh, re um, reimagining like the first kind of beginning of where Westworld started, and it's kind of like one of these things that have been buried almost, you know, metaphorically and physically, uh, and something maybe he wants to bring back because, like, of course, right now it's dealing with like storyline with this uh, guy who kind of kind of goes mad uh, called Erp. Uh, Erp, yep. So and then they actually kind of made uh, I don't know actors and. I keep forgetting. It's like Game of Thrones to me now, now so i got to pick on little parts of what they are. So Cyclops from X-Men, uh, his storyline has kind of been re- rewritten. James Marston. Yeah, James no, Marston. No, not, not James Marston. Not James that's, It's something Marston. It's something Marston now. <laughs> Mr. Marston! Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, so I, I, his story has kind of changed, and he's kind of doing his own like thing now. But they did find him. Uh, cha- uh, ra- uh, wrapped up in a not wrapped James up, but, Marsden. James Marsden, uh, wrapped <laughs> so, up in a in a, like a tree, like with the first beginning yeah. of that quest kind of going on. So it's kind of interesting. Okay, what's going on with this quest and all that kind of stuff? But yeah, no, I'm really digging Westworld. It's it's just fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. It's freaking awesome. I suggest people go out there and watch it. Uh, figure out ways to do it. It's really really good. And uh, I'm insanely intrigued to see exactly where this season keeps on going and what they're going to set up because I, you obviously know this is coming back for a season two. I mean, oh, it better come back for a season two. So the way they set things up. I, I um, yeah, it, it does that. It, to me, I, I basically com- I, I said they took, uh, they took uh, Deadwood because the Western feel okay. and mixed and then threw it in a blender with Lost. And then just kind of, and like, here you go. Like, it has this stuff where you're like, so it has science fiction, it has old-timey, and it just has all these different, like, stories upon stories layered, all intertwined in this crate. Like, you're literally, like, watching it going, okay, like, where's this going? Like, what's the, like, everything always has, like, an end game. You know, like, Walking Dead, obviously, you're thinking the end game is, like, trying to find a cure, uh, if there even is a cure. Uh, or something like that. So this one right now, it's like, okay, you have one guy basically trying to beat the game. Right. And then this new storyline that's coming in and just like other people just figuring things out because then you have this new robot, you know, basically not new robot, but a robot that's kind of going off the grid. Right. And no one's stopping it really. The one guy who knows that this robot's doing these things, he's just kind of like, uh, let's see what happens, you know, uh, kind of thing. So it's it's just very it's just very good. Yeah, but then you have the madam at the brothel that's like gaining consciousness and like remembering past rem- memories, yeah, remembering past memories and also uh, present day memories, like because she escaped, remember? And yes. that's when she went and she saw that they were cleaning the androids from that day that were working, and they were in this big like uh, cloth and cl- not cloth, but um, fenced off enclosure. Yeah, and they were getting hosed down to get all their blood and shit off. And it's the guy that she interacts with 
on a daily basis. Yes. And she's like, what the fuck is this about? And now she has that memory that's always playing in now, her head. I, should pro- I, I probably knew this out of the show, but I'm trying to, like, uh, at the top of my head, that, that brothel girl. Oh, yeah, and then the last episode with the safe. She was like, any the thing that these bandits go after, like this played out storyline, these guys are supposed to get, one guy's supposed to get free, then he finds his posse again, and then he goes and robs this brothel and steals the safe. Now, we've seen him steal the safe right. at one point, and then everything got taken down, and then again it was going to happen, and then they were kind of just put all the robots on kind of like a, uh, like almost like a kill switch, yeah. where like their guns can fire or something like that. Uh, but like she right off the bat was like, Whatever you're looking for in that safe, it's not in here. Yeah. And now you're kind of like, okay, what's in the safe? And okay, and then what exactly is this this bandit, you know, is looking for? So, but her, um, she looks so fucking familiar. And I have no idea where she's from. And I know Matthew's probably gonna pull it up. I was gonna look it up after the show, but yeah, uh, every time I kept seeing her, I'm like, what is she from? Um, but yeah, no, it, it's got all these weird, crazy things that are going on. But it's got it's kind of funny because I'm kind of sitting there going like. I would love an MMO right now of like a Western game of like, you know, kind of like a Red Dead Redemption kind of like create your character, play out these kind of things. I mean, granted, with a video game, you can, you know, die in. But uh, Tandy Newton, Tandy Newton, where has she been in? She uh, looks like she's been actually in quite a bit of stuff. That's um, what uh, she was on ER. This is all OK. Um, Let's. The Pursuit of Happiness, uh, Mission Impossible. She was in 2012. Chronicles of Riddick. Ah, okay, that's where I saw it. Chronicles of Riddick. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Yeah, I think she's one of the women who help him when he gets captured at some point. She was in Crash. Yeah, I didn't see Crash. Okay. No, wait, I did see Crash. Crash. That was with uh, Topher Grace, um, Academy Award. I think, yeah. Yeah, there's quite a few people. Or am I thinking Traffic? I forget. There's two movies that came out that was like Traffic and Crash. Um, I know Jennifer Gardner's in Crash. Um, Crash is a good movie. 2004. Mm-hmm. Well, I think both of those movies, I think Traffic and Crash were at the uh, Oscars that year. Oh, not... I'm sorry. It's not uh, Jennifer Gardner, Sandra Bullock, Don Cheadle... Yes, Don Cheadle's Tony in Tony Danza, Matt Dillon. So, but yeah, so highly recommend Westworld. Absolutely love it. Think it's great. Um, but before, um, I think that's all I got, but I was about to say, before we close out the show, we're going to give you guys a little teaser of a new game show that's coming to uh, the 4i Radio Network. Um, I'm just excited because I think this, I, I might have to work on the sound drop, but it's going to be coming soon, so let's just play this. It's It's time to play play that that wacky wacky new game you kids kids can can play at home, where the points points don't don't matter and no one gives a crap. It's It's called called Go Home, Netflix. Netflix. (laughs) You're You're drunk. drunk. And And now, the host host of the show, Steve-O. It's so meta, dude. You're you're introducing your own self. I know it's great, <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's uh, next. Uh, hopefully, next time we have when we usually start having guests on the show. This is a game I would like to uh, put out 
to play and everything like that. So this would be the, I know people think of like, okay, what is the game about? So I will give you the little pretty much tutorial intro and stuff like that, and then we'll probably end the show. And then next time we have a guest on, we'll play this show definitely. So basically how to play is people will buzz in with their names uh, once I read off the question. Uh, so it's, here's an example question. So transported to a surreal land, a young girl kills the first person she meets and then teams up with three strangers to kill again. Wizard of Oz. There you go. So Matthew, he would buzz in with his name. Yeah. Uh, he said Wizard of Oz. So right off the bat, Matthew just scored two points. Sick. Now, if I say the synopsis and no one can get it, then I would read off of the multiple choice. But, of course, if they get the question at that point, they only get one point. So it is kind of like one of those games, if somebody does know it, yeah. they could basically lead the game. So it's usually only Give ten questions. One. Oh, you want to – should I jump into the horror ones just, that I just made? Just give me another one. I'll give you another one. All right. How about – I'm going to pull this one down. Uh, I thought this was pretty good because I had to write it myself. Okay, let's see. A young – all right. <clears throat> A young teenage boy struggles with his own sexuality – Bullies and sleepless nights go through and then goes through the most horrifying transformation of his life. Moving to the house in the suburbs can be rough. And this is a horror film. Um, kid struggles with his sexuality, moves to a new house in, a, in the suburbs, and what? Okay, I'll, I'll read it again. A Thank young you. teenage boy struggles with his own sexuality and is bullied and can't uh, and has sleepless nights. Goes through the most horrifying transformation of his life. Moving to a new house in the suburbs can be rough. Teen Wolf. No, do you want the uh, do you want the uh, do you want the multiple choice answers? Oh uh, yeah. Okay, so A. Nightmare on Elm Street Two: Freddy's Revenge. B. The Lost Boys, C, Urban Legends, or D, Disturbia? Um, I'm going to say it's either A or D. Which one do you want to go with? Um, Final answer. Um, A. A? You are correct. A Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Revenge. Sweet. Cool. I like this game. Okay. I'm intrigued. I have to change that one. Because everyone thought that movie was like a huge homosexuality thing. Yeah, with I heard the about thing. that. <clears throat> that's good on you. Good on you. Thanks. But yeah, so uh, so that's the game. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to play it. And if people enjoy it, think it's funny, then go home. Netflix, you're drunk. Might be a new addition to the uh, socially awkward show where people can uh, sit down and uh, play, and hopefully play at home if you guys want to. And uh, hopefully we get a bunch of guests in to uh, start playing. The, oh, Matthew put a wait. Is that, did you put the frowny face in that? What? Uh, I just said. Oh, never mind. I I thought I was in this like because I have an old Google Docs for the the show where I put it together and everything like that. But uh, yeah, so um, <clears throat> I want to thank everyone for coming out and hanging out with us for the Halloween Spooktacular 2016 episode. Um, I want to thank everybody who called in. Uh, feel free. I think we're going to try this voicemail thing some more. Maybe we'll start doing some socially awkward questions. Uh, it's going to be out there, so call and leave us voicemails whenever. Uh, and if we have specific things, we'll uh, we'll update it and get out the information. Yeah, so if not, even if, even if you just want to do a shout-out, like, hey, this is so-and-so from such-and-such. I want to 
all that kind of stuff. Because we can use you guys for bumpers then. Uh, <laughs> um, but Matthew, dance for us, um, monkeys. Matthew, if people are looking for you on the interwebs, where can they find you? I retract that last comment. Uh, you can find me at Matthew Renfro. <clears throat> Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And I think we have an Instagram. I'm not sure. I'll have to check with Eric again. But, of course, you can find me at Stephen Mooney Jr. on the in, uh, Instagram. On the Twitter and on Instagram is S. Mooney Jr. Uh, don't forget to give all of our Facebook page a like and check out all the other great shows on the 4i Radio Network. And I guess until next time, kiddos. Oh, you better tap that face. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No. Fuck this shit, I'm out. All right then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out.